You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Welcome to Webcology. Webcology is the show that takes you into the deepest and darkest ends of the ecosystem on the internet. Our guides will take you on a journey into web marketing and bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Now, here are the hosts of Webcology, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Welcome to Webcology on WMR.FM. It's the 16th of December, 2021. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media and Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing. And um, we're actually just trying to figure out what our schedule is going to be for the next two weeks. This might be our last show of 2021. We may be doing one on the 30th. Um, not sure yet. Um, but this was a eventful as heck week um bunches of stuff went down in the SEO community and uh as it turns out bunches of stuff are going to be going down right up until christmas time um google announced that the ongoing um products update is uh is going to be running all the way to christmas not a creature was stirring except for all the seos in the house <laughs> yeah yeah, I, I don't even know what to say about that, but. Uh, well, here's a good question. Um, are you worried about it or did you get your schema right the first time? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I guess there's, yeah, I guess you could, you, could, you could take that approach. I, I feel sorry for people who don't know, right? Like it is always just my, my scenario. But um, at the same time, that's just, you know, with that part of me that's just like, Small business owners should should be able to to, to do this sort of stuff. Um, at the same time, as a marketer, <laughs> um, the more the like sort of complicated things get, the better. I do love that it is also forcing a lot of the um, CMS uh, producers to to take these things, Seriously. which means the next in the next generation of uh, CMSs uh, or content management systems or website builders, if you will. Um, these things will be more automated and more taken care of for small business owners. But um, right now is most certainly a case of having uh, uh, search experts on your side uh, is helpful. 
<laughs> yeah, well, and one of the parts that I think like um, Shopify does it well by just like notifying people. I'm sure other CMS do as well. That's just like the latest one that I, I was in there as well. And, and kudos to them. They do this, this aspect well, but um, it's all well and good to have your schema right. It's all well and good to have your feeds right. But well, I guess schema get, gets found through through crawling. But one of the big like I want my products in there is through the merchant center and you need to submit your feed. And it's just like, even if they're producing the feeds, does the average business owner know, oh, I need to go, I need to create this account um, and, and I need to submit my feeds. I don't imagine that's going to be too much longer. Um, as I say, uh, you know, a lot of the, the providers, I don't know all of them. I just know that, that Shopify does a good job of sort of making like a one click, they've created your feed, just click this and it'll you know, they sort of spoon feed you through through the setup. But I do worry about just these like little technical hiccups um, that a standard business owner um, might not know about, which, you know, I mean, is good for marketers, but at the same time, you know, there's, there's plenty of good things for marketers out there uh, who, who know. I'd rather just sort of like, everybody should just have this default. I don't like seeing these kind of technical hiccups, like the battleground for like whose products are better optimized and stuff. That's the battleground I like to live in. Uh, not just like I happen to know a small technical thing that the everyday person doesn't. Um, those are the things that uh, the sort of I, I, I hope um, we can get through so that they're they're not quite as important. But that's that's sort of going off the original story a little bit. Um, but well, uh, no, it's, it's actually it's a good segue in, in, into the next one. Um that was my plan. <laughs> your, plan your plan is working. Um, working like a charm. Uh, you, you, saw, you saw the article that, that Roger Monty uh, uh, posted in uh, Journal this morning? I'm going to assume yes, but which one are you referring to? That's a devious plan. What a, that's an amazing plan. You haven't even seen the article yet. That's incredible. Um, <laughs> yeah, he, he looked at he looked at a bunch of uh, uh, e-commerce platforms and um, their usage um, and adoption by by uh, uh, different businesses out there, and uh, basically ranked them on their on their popularity. Um, so it's no surprise. Uh, WooCommerce is far and away the uh, number one e-commerce platform and WooCommerce is like the ubiquitous uh, uh, WordPress platform, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but coming up quickly, Shopify, um, right behind it, uh, PrestaShop, Magento, Wix e-commerce, Squarespace e-commerce, BigCommerce, Shopware, Cafe24, and Loja um, Intergarda. All of there's a there is a major competition amongst the uh, e-commerce platforms to offer new features, um, uh, new ways to promote business or to, to help your uh, business get ahead to win your business onto their platform. So yeah, David, it's, it's a matter of time, eh? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, and you're right. That, that I hadn't actually seen that story, so that is just sort of funny that that I just accidentally stumbled. <laughs> well, you know, radio is all about telepathy. That's how it works, in fact. Uh, most 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 listeners don't know that, but it's true. <laughs> um, what uh, you've had you've we're two years into, into the pandemic, two years into the um, I mean there was the e-commerce era, and then there was the hyperdrive e-commerce era era mm -hmm. that we're that we're in now. Um, 
what have you seen in your practice when it when it comes to, to, to platforms that are that are becoming more and more popular? Um, you know, I, I guess I'm in a, a sort of different scenario from an e-com um, standpoint. My answer there would be custom. Like if, if I'm picking, I know that's not atypical. Um, however, to to be dealing mainly with, um, you know, or, or having experience in, in sort of custom, um, custom builds. Um, but I do, which has its pros and cons, right? Like as, as, as we all, we all know, um, but of the major CMS, um, I've definitely seen over the last two years, um, a much stronger migration, um, away from WooCommerce and towards Shopify. Um, you know, I know one of, um, the clients that Mary works with, um, moved to, they have three sites, they moved two of them over there. And it's just a matter of time before they move the third. Um, so, and that's, I know that's just one, but that's not the only one on, on my radar that's, that's been moving across, um, from WordPress, mostly just for the ease of administration. And as I was sort of alluding to earlier, like they have that like simple integration. That's not the only thing it's simple. It doesn't have the flexibility, um, of sort of WordPress WooCommerce to like let somebody like you or I dive in there and, and really do a bunch of neat stuff. It doesn't have all that flexibility, but at the same time, if you don't know that, like how to actually do these things, it, it covers a lot of the core areas quite well in a, in a very like, if, if you're in any battleground that isn't needing to take every possible advantage, um, you know, it's, it's, it's making headway for, for a good reason um it's a it's a strong strong platform well something if if, if you're going to be using um a more robust platform like uh say shopify or even volusion uh big commerce or something like that you want to have a developer on your side um but you should think about that i mean as having an ex really experienced uh store assistant on your side right because everything we're running on a brick and mortar business used to be like just 20 25 years ago um you had to have staff you had to have people in that store to service people mm -hmm. we don't really need that anymore but we need those people doing different tasks in your storefront mm -hmm. one of which is making sure it runs um making sure that uh uh new um products are are, are are entered into the system properly and that the system itself integrates with other systems that you're running. Um, you know, the today, today there was a, a short outage at Amazon Web Services. Could you imagine the domino effects that has? Yeah. Um, you need people on your side who can spot, diagnose, and deal with trouble really quickly in your, in, in, in your e-com platforms. And again, um, I'm, I'm telling my clients that it's expensive, certainly, but it's, again, it's the cost of doing business in 2021, moving to 2022. Um, this isn't the internet of 10 years ago. It's um, <laughs> a little busier. Just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I edited, I swear to God, I edited an article on SEO today that's that's going up in, in, in a blog for an agency I'm working with. Mm -hmm. And one of the lines in it was, this isn't, um, we read something like, uh, this isn't uh, your Gen Y SEO anymore. <laughs> if there wasn't yeah. a special at Applebee's, man, I would hike my pants up to my chest to go tell that whippersnapper a thing or two. But it's, it's windy outside. I, I'm not going to do that. 
That's <laughs> right. I'm, I'm not making this. I'm, I'm not really happening. It's right. It made me feel so. Yeah. But it is very true, and I think the last. Well, it's really, it really is starting. I, I'm going to say 2015, but really started accelerating over the last two to three years. And I don't, not just COVID. Like I think there's a lot of other technical. Um, sort of advancements that have assisted in the in the rapid acceleration of not just SEO but but marketing in general and, and data collection and, and personalization and stuff like that. So um, I, I, I wouldn't say the introduction of AI, but the plat- the next level plateau of AI that we arrived at, say two years ago, um, that has and wherever we are now, I'm not, it's moved so fast I can't even tell you where I think we are now because it's beyond where I think we are. I'm sure. Um, but the acceleration in that field, I think, is what's going to be driving um, well everything in uh, in 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 the next decade. Yeah, I think like to to it's funny as as you were talking about like where we are and how it's it's sort of hard to tell. I, I feel a bit like we're like an, an astronaut sitting in in a rocket, right? And like you know when it's in the early stages and on the ground because it's lifting off slowly. But at some point, you hit the point where I think we're at now, where it's like you're plastered to the back of the seat. You have no idea how high up you are, and you're not going to know until you get like up, you know, you know, fully like you know up and up in the uh, in the atmosphere or out of the atmosphere. Uh, you're not going to really get your get your sort of bearings again. And I think that's sort of where we are. And I don't think we'll really know where the sort of exit is or where things slow in their growth um, to where it's sort of like, Oh, okay. You know, we've, you know, we've created the singularity now <laughs> like, or whatever, right? Like, you know, we, well, we've, 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 we've crossed over that threshold. Um, here's and- the first time this term has been used on our show, man, but it's, it's going to get used again. I am sorry. You can do it first if you want, but uh, I'm, I'm going to do it. Okay. Web 3.0. <laughs> but it is. I mean, like that's that's what we're experiencing now. We're going this in in a, and we've been talking about this often in the most confused tone of voice over the last uh, couple of years. This transition that we feel that we're going through, um, it's accelerating to the point now where it's. Um, I, I we had Boykin on a couple of weeks ago. Well, you you and Mary were on a, on a quick mini vacation, and we we uh, Jim Boykin joined us in the, like the last few minutes of the show, and he was talking about how the uh, his company, the Ninjas, are going to be going to work and going to meetings from their own homes, but wearing Oculuses, so they'll all be in a virtual environment. He's recreated the old Ninja office in uh, in the in like the for want of a better term, the metaverse, and. Um, He's going to have office hours again. Folks are going to show up and be creative around each other. They will just be, again, working as avatars from their own homes. Um, that's the world we're moving to. We're just inches yet miles away from it, you know? Well, indeed. And it's interesting because Bill Gates um, made a comment about that. I, I can't remember specifically where it was that I read it, but um, but a week ago about this being the future and there was all sorts of like, uproar um you know on the on the on on the twitter thread about it um about about his statement but i personally like it um like i i think it allows for for sort of a a collective um sort of feeling even when you can't be sitting in the same room and COVID aside i I think one of the the great things that businesses have learned from this is you can get talent when you don't have to hire within the same city, when you don't have to have somebody come to an office, all of a sudden the talent pool you have access to 
is far mm-hmm. wider, right? There's a lot of people in the world that are outside the city you live in. Um, and I think that has has opened that door, I'm not saying people won't have offices. Of course they will, and, and, and many people should. Um, but I think not just from the standpoint of we've all gotten used to working like that, and there's pros and cons to it, um, but as well as the people we would want as clients are now used to working remotely. It, it's They're not going to feel like you're a second-rate shop if you don't have an entire floor of a New York office you know, building, right? Like, um, so that, that I think has gone away. And so I think technologies like this are amazing enhancements to, to sort of add that community. And let's be honest, it's just going to be a lot of fun. Well, just to, <laughs> just to, 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 to paint the picture for listeners. Um, well, you mightn't be judged for not having that physical two floor, um, Madison Avenue, uh, downtown New York space, if you can't recreate that space on the internet in the future and stock it full of really talented people, no matter where they're from, um, somebody else is gonna. Yep. And um, they're the, that's that again. That's where we're moving. It fascinates me in one way. Borders are dead. Borders are over. The borders exist for taxation purposes, unless you're a very big company, of course. Right. <laughs> um, in which case, they really exist for taxation purposes, man. Um, but. Uh, 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 for as a worker, like, um, you know, and as, as a worker in the digital world, there's, I can work anywhere. I can sit anywhere. I can be part of any, any universe. That's, that's a wonderful thing, but it's terrifying at the same time, but it's where we're going. And yeah. uh, that's the, that's the move from um, where we are now to the much more interactive space we're going to and all that's going to, who knows what it's going to take to get there, but it's going to be incredibly disruptive on the way. That's how it is. Yeah. There was okay. I want to jump to another story because we've we've milked the hell out of that ass thing. Awesome. This one pissed me off. The SEO who wasn't. Did you see the story <laughs> from from Reddit the other day? I think um, uh, Barry Schwartz put it up in um, in Roundtable, and then it just went and went uh, electric after that. This guy in Reddit. This guy. <laughs> Don't know who he is, but. He got uh, a big contract with one of the top three uh, news outlets in his country. Didn't identify the country. Um, and he's at Reddit asking people what he should do now. <laughs> he got a few tips. He, he learned a few tricks, and now he wants to, to, to know how to do this job. <sighs> mm-hmm. I Am I wrong to say, damn it? Or should I congratulate this guy for like the 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 the, the sales skills? <laughs> I mean, you know, you you have to commend those sales skills, um, and so I have to think, why don't you go work for like an agency um, in in their sales department? Because clearly you've nailed that one, and let some capable people do the work and actually probably make more money. <laughs> like if you can if you can be closing deals like that. Indeed. Uh, with, just just go off and, and, and make a great living in sales. Um, you know, instinctively, you have to find it kind of humorous um, in just like a, I can't believe this sort of thing happens, especially with, with such large companies. You would hope they would know how to vet and, and ask the right questions. I don't really blame them for not. I don't know why I would expect they would, but I, and I, but I don't blame them for not. Um You've been around long enough to see this happen a million times, but this seems to be at a much higher scale. Yeah. I mean, we all see this. Like, we, heck, we get emails probably 30 or 40 a day 
right? That, that must work on somebody that clearly, you know, they don't know what they're talking about, but they're, they're pitching themselves as SES. Like we, we all get those. Or the ones um, that your clients get and call you about. Yeah, exactly. Um, but something like this, where you're just like, you managed to, to get like a, a big thing and a lot of damage um, could be done. Now, arguably you could say, doing any damage to a smaller business is actually worse um, because they can't recover. But the, the scale of this is, uh, is, is significant. What I have to wonder though, as well is there's only, it's, it's a top three. So there, there's not many, how many of them just hired an SEO and did anybody else at any of those three companies read this? because there's a very good chance that that's this problem just solved itself Um, (laughs) absolutely and and oddly i well not even oddly i do hope they do and and you know go and dude find yourself a a, an agency looking for for sales because because you've got that one down <laughs> so, so just Remind- go off and do that, and, and leave the SEOing to the professionals. Completely reminded me of a character from Fallout New Vegas, the hippie at the Helios factory. <laughs> He's that guy. He could have gotten a job in um, if you do. If, I mean, if you do really want to learn SEO and you're amazing at sales and all that sort of stuff, become an affiliate marketer. It's the it's the clearest, easiest path in. You'll make mm-hmm. some money on the side. And since it's the way you're making money, your money, you'll learn your chops really quickly. And you'll learn the, the important, the value of doing business and hard work. It's good for you. As it turns out, um, Google, Google don't got a problem with affiliate links. I never thought they would have a problem with them, but there was for a while people said you had to put a no follow on uh, affiliate links or um, you wouldn't get any uh, uh, loving from Google. As it turns out, it's not a problem. Now, that said, <laughs> you ever um, if I can if I can suggest for, for our, our listening audience here, um, if you are creating affiliate sites, um you probably would prefer to rank better than them. So you might want to drop that no follow on there anyway, so that you're not passing off your own page rank to somebody you're probably competing with for the terms that you're, they're targeting on the same page as you are, right? Like your page is about book X that you're trying to sell. You probably don't want to pass that weight onto an Amazon listing or, or the author's page on that book. Mm -hmm. That is true. Did you ever use nofollows in uh, with your pages, or was that earlier than uh, than the, than the nofollow era? Yeah, I didn't use nofollows, but I used some. Well, okay, we we all know that, like back in the early two thousands, Dave did some affiliate marketing that was maybe not completely above board. Um, yeah, there there were all sorts of like scripts and redirects and and like robots directives in there to like triple hide. Um, links. It was a case like I, I had enough domains burnt to the ground to go. I don't know that this is a thing, <laughs> but <laughs> if we can, if we can hide it, then then we should. Um, so so yeah, I, I didn't use. Um, I don't remember. Yeah, I, I don't think I ever used the the nofall. I don't think it was like a big thing yet. But um, but yeah, I did. Uh, I, I, I I basically tried to do the same thing. <laughs> well. If you have affiliate links out there and they don't have a no follow applied to them, 
you're probably not going to get burned. You might be passing uh, juice off to somebody else, but you ain't getting in trouble for it. Not that that really matters, according to a weird response from John Mueller um, to a, a question asked the other day. Um, and technically, you know, this, the way technically he's absolutely right. Just like you don't technically need water to swim in, you can swim in quicksand. When I was younger, I was led to believe we'd be doing a lot more of that, but we're not. Um, you don't. Links aren't mandatory for ranking, according to a to a response to a, a question by John Mueller. Um, again, you don't necessarily need water to swim in. Did you? Yeah. You, I mean, like, you know, people are going to react to that. <laughs> I think he was doing it to be provocative, just for fun. Yeah, I mean, it. it one has to assume um, that that is the case because that is just like not accurate at all right like i I, I can't remember what the person's specific example was um that they had listed as sort of like a a humorous um you know sort of sort of anecdotal treatment it's like yes i suppose not if you're looking up and it was just some like you know nigritude ultramarine with a headache on like you know a platform or something like that right like where these aren't your queries like yeah that's what you're looking for Hey, no problem. Um, you know, and, and, and you can rank for it. But if you want to rank for something competitive like blue widgets, you better have some links and strong anchor tags behind. Yeah, them. I mean, that's that's just it's it's such an overwhelming signal. And I, I'm not saying that it's the dominant signal by any stretch um, backlinks. You know, it certainly used to be. I, I don't believe it is anymore, but it is such a strong signal that if you're up against anybody for anything competitive who has any foundational SEO in place on the on-site, if they have good links, you need good links, right? Like that's just, so yeah, I, I think if nothing else, I don't know, maybe he just likes to stir the pot and, and, and make us all like sort of talk about links again, but you would think working I for think, Google, he'd be like, we need to get them to stop talking about links. <laughs> I think he and Gary eyes have a bet going with each other to see who could like stir up the most SEOs in like the shortest amount of time possible. with with the the shortest number of words yeah he could have answered well i guess he went with nope which is less than it depends but i think it depends would have actually been a more accurate answer right this one this one is four words links are not mandatory that's four words okay so if you can get it if you can get people to react this much with less than four words and i guess i guess no's pretty good but you got to be more specific than for it to really count right um seriously (laughs) but yeah so links are mandatory well links aren't mandatory no you don't absolutely need them like you could have extraordinary content that is just absolutely so much better or you could be the only um uh 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 BMW auto company in the world. But um, those are exceptions to, to hard rules. But you might have a whole bunch of links. You might do the best link building program in the world and optimize your site, get your titles all right, and have your schema down, and you might be submitting your site uh, properly and do a whole bunch of stuff. And you won't know what did or didn't move the needle for you. According to Google, that's pretty hard to tell um, what is responsible for SEO success and what is not responsible for ranking success. Uh, again, another one of those statements that um, make you go, what the, I'm not so sure. 
<laughs> I mean, obviously it is true because they keep throwing like updates at us and stuff like that that always just seem to like coincide. I think they like, I think they know my schedule or something like that because they're like, hey, Dave's doing some major initiative on like a large scale site. Let's throw an update the next day just to screw up all of the data collection <laughs> that he could possibly be doing as to the impact report on this thing. Um, <laughs> so, so they do make it a little difficult um, in, in that regard. But, you know, it, I think it, it comes down to, and I want to say it was Henry Ford. I might be wrong and I apologize if I am. Um, but SEO does remind me of, I'm pretty sure it was Ford's quote. Um, you know, I know that half of my marketing budget is wasted. I just don't know which half. And I think SEO is a lot like that. And, and it is it is true from what they're saying is I know that some of the effort that I do is unnecessary. We've talked about that, just dotting the I's and crossing the T's. So if something goes wrong, you know what it's not, um, you know, so, sort of angle of things. And, and that is absolutely true. But we just have to go in and, and do it all and go, well, I made sure we had all the right scheme. I made sure the content was optimized well. I made sure it hit multiple user intents and I tried to build some good links. Mm -hmm. I don't know which one made it go up two positions, <laughs> but I did them all and it goes well. And a month from now, there might be an update that screws around a little bit with the weightings. So mm -hmm. you got to do it all anyway, unless you want to like chase the algorithm as, as I don't know about you, but I used to constantly do that, right? Like it was this thing, then it was this thing. And, you know, you'd chase after whatever it was. Um, For what it's worth, back then there were fewer things that might actually move the needle. And Google wasn't as good at understanding um, subtext or how things can connect to each other to, um, to, 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 to come to a conclusion that the crappy crap ass content on this page doesn't really spell out but google's figured it out and so google will get the user where they need to be are you looking for the best in wordpress speed security and scalability wp engine is a digital experience platform for wordpress powering digital experiences for large brands around the world with easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. For maximum customer engagement and retention, choose CleverTap. CleverTap is a leading customer engagement and retention platform that helps digital brands maximize lifetime value. Over 8,000 apps around the world, including Vodafone, Star, and Sony, trust CleverTap to improve user engagement, boost retention, and fuel long-term revenue growth. Learn more at CleverTap.com. That's CleverTap.com. Miami is more than beaches, palm trees, and fun in the sun. It's home every year to the Miami Book Fair, celebrating its 39th year of hosting authors and readers from around the world, November 13th through the 20th. Join us in downtown Miami at the Wolfson campus of Miami-Dade College. Connect with over 500 authors reading from their books in English, Spanish, French, and Creole, answering questions and signing hard copies. The 2022 edition of the Miami Book Fair welcomes everyone of all ages to come together, meet, and make new friends, exchange ideas, and discover one's next favorite author. 
Let's Explore, Discover, and Learn Together. Featured authors will include award-winning novelists Anthony Horowitz, Ben Mesrich, Craig Johnson, Danny Shapiro, Elena Shapiro, Jimmy Attenberg, poet Sandra Cisneros, and authors writing about the trending topics of the day. Lisa Genova, Jerry Stahl, Marie Brenner, Mark Kurlansky, Samantha Cole, Stacey Schiff, Katie Tour, and many others. For more information, please visit MiamiBookFair.com. Follow the fair at Miami Book Fair and join the conversation hashtag Miami Book Fair 2022. Right. It's- you have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow. (laughs) I could really use Current. (laughs) I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply gotten way better at that than, than it was oh they sure were because they couldn't even tell when dave built 10 sites linked them all together to boost their link popularity and then got top 10 like owned the top 10 for them like that's how bad they were back then right like where you could just grab a term and just link multiple sites together to boost their link popularity and away you went um so yeah and they've gotten much better in their understanding of concepts as a searcher Thank goodness. Actually, you know what? As an SEO, thank goodness as well, because like, well, if they didn't evolve, then but I'd earlier, be done. <laughs> like, be like, said, well, I guess I did my job. Let's you know, move on. Well, I mean, heck for you with Google's evolution is opening whole new areas in uh, in, 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 in your career path. Eh? I mean, like you started studying machine learning shortly after we talked to Eric Enga, like two and a yeah. half, three years ago. I remember I saw, I saw, I saw the, 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 actually I heard the light bulb in your head go off in the middle of an interview with them. <laughs> um, and you've been, you've been, you've been thinking machine learning and stuff ever since. And that's, that's really cool. That's Google's evolution, like pushing you in the direction you think you need to go in. Yeah. Really, and, really and it's need. just a lot of fun too. So <laughs> it's nice when those things happen and, and go inside together. So yeah, it's funny that you mentioned that. Cause I was thinking of that just, uh, well, but, taking updating some some sort of like python training anyway uh, and i was actually thinking of that interview and just like i had like this casual interest but it was that one in chatting with him and then taking the course that he had referenced um, mm-hmm. in that interview sort of and and started chasing it down from there no I, I absolutely remember that moment it was it was really cool i heard the interest in your voice um but 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 I, hell i wonder why what what eric was into at that time was fascinating yeah but I don't believe when Google says you can't tell which SEO efforts lead to, to ranking success. 
you don't chase the algorithm. That's absurd. Like you're never gonna, you're never going to catch the algorithm. That's like that's like trying to catch uh, like a heroin user trying to catch their first hit. Never gonna ever happen. What you can do though is do follow the spirit of what Google is really clearly saying they want you to do. Um, create really good content. Make sure it's super easy to find. Make sure it connects together in the most logical of fashions. Mm -hmm and give as many coherent signals without being a douchebag as possible. <laughs> I think I think that's how John would word it, yeah. Well, uh, he, okay, he, maybe he, Gary. <laughs> yeah, more like Gary, but uh, if you do that and get links, you'll uh, you'll do fine. <laughs> like you yeah. really will. Well, it's true cuz you're you're taking a very top level like, sort of view. So I think, yeah, if we go to it, what they're referring to is, can you tell which of the, I don't know, what was that number? I can't even remember who the guy was who like claimed to know all of, I think that it was, was 73 SEO, signals. Was, um, that was SEO guru, but not Darren SEO guru. That, uh, was the, that was the SEO guru who ambushed people at the bottom of escalators that conference. That's right. That's telling the one. Them you, you that remember. he was the SEO guru. <laughs> Wrong one. Um, but, yeah, but not Darren. Uh, Darren was the one who was at the bottom of the escalator, kind of drunk, going, hey, how you doing? <laughs> the one that you actually wanted to run into. Yeah, um, that's right. <laughs> so, um, you know, I, I think when people are thinking, you know, can you know, they're thinking of those individual dials on whatever number of signals, right? Like I built three links with this anchor text and this happened. I did, you know, X, Y, or Z. What you're saying is if you just do the right approach, it just works. Sort of what I refer to, because I remember the first person I knew who took it, was the Jill Whalen approach <laughs> to, the to build good content that fits the user's needs um, and it'll work. And then as you pointed out, sprinkle on some links. <laughs> well, and, 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 and the third, the third pillar to this is take meticulous notes, know right. what you did when you did it. Um, A, in case you have to undo what you did <laughs> and B, just in case you kind of want to put two or two together and see that having done that, you move the needle in the in, in search traffic. Right. Here's the cool thing, though. How that needle is measured is changing uh, with different tools that, that Google's making available. Um, I remember that at the beginning of our career, it was all about ranking against specific keywords. You can't even dream of trying to figure out a ranking against specific keywords now because just the personalization and regionalization and all the differentizations of, uh, of search. Um, so now I'm looking at Search Console and seeing how many impressions Google's giving, where it's giving those impressions, who's clicking on those impressions, where they are, what key, what keyword queries they're clicking against. I mean, it's so much more complicated, but it's also becoming um, – before there was – it was black and white. There was a set of rankings that everybody got. Now everybody gets whatever rankings they, whatever rankings are generated by their own actions, right? Mm -hmm. So you can't say something is ranking in the third place in Springfield, Illinois. You just you can say on average it's probably around third place for these queries, but we don't know. Right, but probably. Um, but you can you can you can you can point out how traffic is is acting on a page with so much more precision. Um, so how we measure stuff is 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 is. Um, one of the critical changes that are happening now, and I'm trying desperately to make this a segue into Google 4, into G, into, uh, G4 <laughs> Analytics. 
Um, because the way we were measuring stuff got all screwed up by Google when they introduced G4. Yeah. You wrapped your head around it yet? No. Um, I mean, I, I, I keep I keep trying. Um, now, as a plus, um, I don't know if it's because they read the article or, or whatnot. Uh, but anyway, I did get an email. And next week, um, somebody from Google on the analytics team is going to jump on a call with me and actually walk me through it. Wonderful. <laughs> uh, so I, I, I not next week because we we won't be we won't be live next week. But um, the next show that we are, I'll, I'll report back as to whether do I like <laughs> it more. Um, but at the same time, and I think this is where you're going the hookup between Search Console and, uh, and GA4, um, which was just announced that you can. Um, and so, folks, even if you hate GA4 as much as Dave does, um, I've done that linking because eventually we'll have to have it and it's good to just have data. Um, mm -hmm. So I, I'm hoping that they refine things. My, my big problem is just they don't have default reports that are as good as, as they do. in. in so you know, here's your cool workaround. Google Data Studio. <laughs> if you can combine um, GA4 data with Google Search Console data, yeah. it's suddenly become infinitely more valuable in the Data Studio right. environment. Um, if you need to get something, mix and match in there. And then for, 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 for listeners who haven't played with Data Studio yet, honest to goodness, don't worry about Santa's gifts. Screw, screw stocking suffers. The kids will understand. Play with it all weekend long. Yeah. Don't go shopping. Don't worry about Walmart. Don't worry about like like fighting to get the latest gift. It doesn't matter. Play with Data Studio. It's much more fun. <laughs> the kids will thank you for it when you send them to college. That's funny. I didn't know you liked it as much as as I do. Um, I'm loving it. Oh my god! I don't, 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 you know what? The only thing I hate about Data Studio is I didn't start using it ten years ago, or I didn't start using it five years ago. Right. Right. Yeah, I know that was my. I'm like, oh, that's why people were talking about it. <laughs> Like after I finally like was like, all right, I'll give it a kick at the can. Um, so yeah, you're you're right. I mean, you know, your your kids might prefer a, a fire truck, um, <laughs> you know, under the tree, other than a picture. Give them a fire hose of information instead. <laughs> oh, you should do an ad for that, Jim. We just uh, did. That'll be five ninety five. Google. <laughs> Or just don't content block us next time we get a big scoop on you. There we go. Um, now, something else, speaking of, of Google giving information with Search Console, or maybe, maybe <laughs> Google taking away information on Search Console. Um, I had noticed, shared it on Twitter. Some people were able to confirm. Um, a bunch of folks, you're going to be getting a 429 error in Search Console right now. Of course, it's one of the times when I need it, but I guess I wouldn't notice it if I didn't because I wouldn't have been trying to go there. Um, there seems to be some error. Some people are getting it. Some people aren't. Um, and, and, and you can't access Search Console. So I don't it's know if this relates to this morning's issue with the New York Times, but, but we'll see. Yeah, this morning, Google wasn't crawling or indexing new, new content for a couple of hours. That seemed to have cleared itself. Um, maybe. Google is indexing content, whether it's indexing all the content that's coming in. I don't know. But it's, taking, it's indexing some new content. But Search Console has been going down for now three people, I've heard, absolutely confirmed, you and two, and, and two other SEOs. Um, I was able to get in. 
um, from from Toronto. You, um, the, two, the the two others were also on the west coast. Um, the weird thing was it was a four twenty nine error, and the, the the image that Google shows um, has a little text that says um, you've made a malformed request. Please don't do that anymore, or please you, you shouldn't shouldn't make this request any longer, or something like that. And it shows the Google bot disassembling itself, which I thought was ambiguous and confusing. It was a malformed error, or malformed malformed data, or something. So was the request screwed up, or was the machine screwed up? As it turns out, um, four twenty nine means it was just too many requests going in at the same time, like it was being ping flooded or something. Yeah. So, I guess you know we're 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 doing something out here. I, I don't know what. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, just to confirm, I have Search Console open here, um, and it's still working. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, yeah. it's still working. So, so there you go. <laughs> um, you 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 get uh, you get some nice shiny new data, and uh, and I don't. Um, <laughs> well, more imp- more importantly, that client is getting some unexplicably cool clicks. <laughs> now, my only my big hope will be um, that this is not a data collection issue. Uh, which I assume it's not, right? Like, as you can get it, I can't. So I assume it's just an access point connection. But I, I hope there isn't a hiccup with actual um, data collection during during all of this. Wouldn't be related well, actually, to... Actually, you know what? There was an outage at Amazon Web Services yesterday morning. And I don't know. I have no idea if those things are collect- connected. But if Google wasn't uh, collecting information earlier this morning, there is a downage on your end on, on the West coast. You know what? This is going to affect data collection somehow. Um, if um, some set of uh, 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 servers at, at Google isn't, collect- isn't firing, we'll see. We will. <laughs> I guess sorry, we'll I all just- find out after the fact. That's all we Dis- know for now. Distracted by email. Sorry about that. Uh, no, no problem. Um, all <laughs> right. Well, where do you want to go now? There's so many Log stories. 4J. Ah. The the big problem that happened earlier this week. Do you remember? Do you remember when the web was uh, was 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 in its infancy, and somebody told you it was held together by bubblegum bailing wire and handshake agreements, and you're like, oh well, I don't know what that means, but okay, right. and just went about your business, and the web just worked. Mm-hmm. Well, the truth is, the web is still really just a, a series of agreements, handshake agreements, and protocols written by people in dank basements who were probably way too stoned to be doing that at the time, held together by bailing wire and good wishes. And that was proven this week when a critical content library that was really written by two dudes years ago um, and, 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 and continuously maintained by these two people at their own expense. And um, these libraries are used by pretty much anyone who's running an Apache server. But here's the kicker. No one's been really paying these guys any money or attention to keep up with, um, well, the times. And um, somewhere along the line, um, 
their library was left unprotected. Hackers got in. And um, did I say that everybody who runs an Apache ser- Apache web server uses their stuff? Did. That's a lot of a, that's a lot of websites, which I think have worked out to be over seventy percent of the sites online um, are somehow in a position where they're vulnerable at the server host server level. The log four J issue. Um, oh, Google Ads Console is also down. We'll deal with that one in a second. Anyway, law. Um, I want. It makes me wonder if all of these things are somehow connected. I don't know, but uh, log4j. Um, I think I adequately described what the 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 root, the essence of that problem. Um, the web really is bailing wire. Um, honest to goodness, this is this is a a, a code library that's um, kept together by two programmers who are busy doing other stuff with their lives. But the big houses who've been using it for years haven't cared because there hasn't been a problem until now. Bailing wire, dude. It's nuts. Darn, when there was a problem, they just put that one out in spades. <laughs> well, the world is racing to uh, close these vulnerabilities. There is a article up on um, uh, 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 SEO Roundtable on what you should do if you need to bring down a website to deal with the log4j issue. To be quite honest, I haven't a clue why you might need to do that, but if you do, follow Barry's steps. He won't lead you wrong. <laughs> uh, you know, I think pretty much for most stories, that's a pretty good yeah. <laughs> So, in, uh, in, 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 in things that we can more easily understand, the Google Ads Console was offline for a few hours this morning. That's interesting. That is interesting. I know. It's, wow, when it rains, it pours. Uh, That one just crossed my radar um, as something that's happening. Um, And I guess that's because that story went out like, I don't know, 15 minutes ago or something. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, like these things have, I guess they don't have to be related. But there sure is a lot of correlation to it hitting the fan at Google. (laughs) <laughs> I want well, to imagine they are related somehow all, all, if they're yeah. all hitting at the same time and causing cascading problems across Google systems. Um, <laughs> happy um, week before Christmas, people who just want to get their jobs done and go about doing something else that's more important to them at the moment. <laughs> welcome to welcome to the rest of your lives, it seems. Because yeah. like no, this I, for us every year. I do wonder um, if this relates to the Log4J uh, which I don't know if it does, unless this is part of updates, right? Like if they're actually just having to pull servers down to like update them. And I would totally get if Google was like, we need to just be pulling stuff down and we can't give hackers a warning <laughs> like when we're going to be pulling certain things down, right? Like I, w- I would get that of them just going, we can't let them know that, hey, we have to pull down like Google ads because then they're going to know we have vulnerabilities at Google ads <laughs> and they're going to flood in ahead of time to do it. Um, you know, so I, I, but I don't know that it relates to that or it could be some other upgrade of their systems. It's just having like a, a cascading thing. I can't see all of this just happening accidentally, um, like just three different areas getting hit, you know, in, 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 in such similar ways <laughs> right? well, and, so. 
Indeed. Um, I had a problem getting into Gmail last night that cleared up the, t- the t- time I uh, tried to get in a second time, and I thought nothing of it. Um, yeah, again, it's hard to say when it's happening all at the same time. Um, while we've been uh, uh, talking, I've been searching my, my various news wires to see if Google is saying anything. They're not. Um, doesn't mean that... Uh, there isn't an issue that they're dealing with. Um, are you able to get? Have you tried getting into Search Console again since we since we started? I, talking? I have, yeah, and it is still uh, still down. So amazing. For what it's worth, the um, people who were trying to get to uh, Google Ads Console were also getting a uh, error. This one was a five hundred error, but the Google hieroglyph, the Google image used to, to illustrate the error, was the same. A uh, Google bot disassembling itself so i think we can only be led to believe that google is slowly committing suicide that that's it and somebody should intervene like quickly i think uh if um yahoo is still around it's just a, just a short a short trip down the road um you may or may not still be in sunnyvale i know you haven't been seen for a while but um duck duck go is never visible so they, they can't help <laughs> Anyway, if anybody out there sees Google at a bar or something, uh, make sure Google gets home okay. <laughs> you know what? I, I think from the other companies that you've listed on there, I don't think any of them are making sure Google gets home okay. <laughs> um, if anyone has experience, it'll be Jeeves. Last time I saw him, him and the sock puppet from Pets.com uh, were getting drunk behind a dumpster in San Jose. It was really sad, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where do you want to go from here? We're uh, we're running into the Christmas cheer really quickly. Um, okay, we've got. I mean, speaking just speaking of googly issues, <laughs> and this one uh, comes from your friend and mine, Mister Frank Watson, um, but covered over by another your friend and mine, Barry Schwartz. Uh, mm-hmm. Needed to mention him at least I don't know eight times in this episode, I guess. Um, so. Google Local has been updating some stuff related to how maps work and stuff like that and doing spam cleanups and local. Um, And Frank shared an image um, of it going very, very, very wrong. Um, And so clearly it is having some, well, issues um, where in the in the query um, that he had used as an example, it was foreclosure lawyer. So we're going to be dealing with a fairly significant um, query and all of the dots. Well, okay, not all of them. There's like 20 dots um, of businesses. Two of them that are labeled have different businesses other than easy short sales. All the rest of them are the exact same company, just in in different locations in in the area. You can see on the left, however, like where you're actually controlling a list, there there are uh, more of them. But it's clearly not clearing out the spam. It's helping. (laughs) No, and in fact, it looks like Easy Short Sales has managed to grab other people's listings. Yeah. And um, assume control of them. Didn't Google just recently... Um, invite business owners to again take control of their own listings and said we're opening the system to make it easier and much more transparent yeah yeah the road to hell is paved with the best of intentions eh? yeah and and you know i i can't you know maybe 
maybe, and I, I'm, I'm not uh, the right person for this, um, but maybe they need to find some, some good black hat. <laughs> and see how, just like I'm sure the CIA does with hackers, right? Like, let's go and pull this person out of jail and give them a job. Uh, <laughs> it's just like, okay, just find the worst of the worst and then offer them more than they're making being the worst of the worst. Um, um, actually, I'm in, this, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in a couple of European SEO firms, and I think I might know the worst of the worst when it comes to some of the black hatters in the affiliate space. And mm-hmm. they're really nice people. I mean, honestly, they're nice folks, but oh, yeah. um, they're fun-loving criminals. They, they are. Um, and uh, I don't think Google can afford them. Yeah, you you might be right. And I mean, there is the big difference here between hackers and these people is this is a set of guidelines built by a company, right? Like that we're not, they're not breaking any laws. Uh, Well, okay. Some of them might, I'm not going down that path, (laughs) but uh, you know, generally black hat SEO is just, you're violating Google's guidelines and and that's not good, but um, you know, I I don't know when you're, when you're stealing the, other people's listings, though, you are sort of crossing into a blurry area where that might actually be well, a law it, broken. You know what? You would have to go through Google's terms of service, and Google would have to give up the listing over mm-hmm. to the business, or Google would have to themselves go after the spammers and sue them individually. Because if it either it belongs to you, the business owner, or it belongs to Google, the business owner. Don't belong to the spammer, even though they're the ones who are taking control of it. Right. Um, so I think that's what it comes down to. Who does that data actually belong to? Does it belong to the search engine as a business, or does it belong to um, uh, what used to be um, Petrov Am- Amsheen LLP, now Easy Short Sales? Right. <laughs> um, something that has just happened, and we've only got a couple minutes left, but I, so I want to make sure that we mention. I had seen on Twitter, but could not confirm, but I just got Search Console. Oh. Um, it, it is now back up and running with a new skin. And I, I had seen that on Twitter. So I, I, I can't say much about it except that it looks different now. Um, like, and I mean, just like a new skit. Like it, it oh, hold it. Have you gotten all the rounded corners and that sort of stuff? Is that what they've done to you? Yeah, I got all a bunch of rounded corners. And stuff oh, I've like had that. that for about a week now. Oh, okay. I didn't have that. Um, Don't worry about it. Nothing's changed. <laughs> it just looks kinder. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, so if you're on the West Coast, there's a good chance you can now head on over to Search Console. <laughs> That's good to know. That was actually um, worrisome. I was I got this morning. I, I got caught in what seemed like an endless Microsoft uh, update. And it was so long that I was looking at my computer, praying at it. Please work, please work, please work, please work. Because you know, you know how that, that gets when like your car won't start or uh, the computer breaks down or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's only the middle of the month now, but let's face it, this is the 16th of December. And as of tomorrow afternoon, um, about half the world is going to check out until the new year. Mm-hmm. And somewhere in the middle of next week, the rest of us are going to completely check out. Unless you're an SEO, of course, you'll be working. You'll be working Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. Yes, you will. Well, that's um, when they're rolling out a core update. So, yeah. <laughs> um, um, and, oh. uh, sorry? 
Sorry, one more quick update. I, I tried to inspect the URL just to see the, the, the functionality of this new new change. Uh, it didn't take, and then I refreshed the page and Search Console is down again. So, No, well, Groundhog Day. Yeah, might be back soon. No, but it is really worrisome. You can't get into the environment you need to get into, and you just want to get your job done right now. Google, yeah. you bastards. Yeah. Okay. We are at the end of the uh, at the end of an hour, um, and we may well be at the end of 2021. And it's been a um, difficult year. It's been it's been it's, it's been a null year almost, eh? Mm -hmm. um, and now we're faced with um, a new variant of COVID with a really screwy sounding name, Omicron. Um, but this new variant is very much more transmissible. We're entering a Christmas season when people are going to go see their families. And um, a lot of people are listening. Audiences are in places where um, people are hesitant to get vaccinated and, and they themselves may not be vaccinated. Um, you really should go get vaccinated. It's by far the best defense against, um, against COVID. Um, and if you have you've been vaccinated, try to get a, a booster shot, a, a third vaccination. And if you haven't, please, for the love of everyone around you, please be careful. Um, wear masks, distance from people. Um, be really careful when you go visiting over 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 the holiday season. Um, and but most of all, be safe. Um, Dave, did you get any words at the end of the year? Anything you want to say to people? Um. Yeah, buckle up. It's going to be an interesting year ahead. Yeah, it absolutely will. Um, I, I, I hope we do this one right and don't have to lock our societies down again. Um, I'm, I, I'm, I'm terrified of that from a business point of view. Um, but I'm even more terrified of there being not enough people to show up to work um, because they're all sick. Right. Um, anyway, um, if we don't talk to you in a couple of weeks, uh, Happy New Year. Happy, happy holidays. Um, we actually you know what we're not going to be talking to them before Christmas. So happy, happy Christmas, friends. Um, love each other. Um, be kind. Rank well. Um, SEOs. Drink coffee. <laughs> um, with eggnog in it, baby. But drink lots of coffee. You're going to need it. Biggest love. And we'll talk to you next year. The opinions expressed in this WMR.FM program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of WMR.FM. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited.